0: Hello, I'm Taylor the Bird Michelle.
1: And I'm Kami Kiwi Okamura.
0: And welcome to Kiwi and the Bird, Book Nerds in Session, where we give glowing book reviews and dive deep into the stories we read.
1: We score the books we read on a unique scale of one to seven. One means literal trash. Seven means fangirl mania. And all the levels in between have some sort of book pun in the title. If you like our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the series and follow us on social media at Kiwi and the Bird. And now on to the show.
0: everybody, welcome
1: to the fifth episode of Kimi and the Bird. I'm Kimmy. I'm Taylor. And in today's episode, we are giving a non-spoiler review about the sweet and adorable Eleanor and Park by Rainbow Rowell. Now Eleanor and Park is a YA contemporary novel and it is told through multiple perspectives. Eleanor and Park takes place on the first day of school when Park meets Eleanor, a red-headed, uniquely dressed girl looking for a seat on an overly crowded bus. The type of girl who doesn't seem like she belongs anywhere. But little does Park know when he offers to share his spot, he will have kicked off a series of events that will have him following for the local misfit. Now, Eleanor Douglas is known for her big red hair, scarves and men's t-shirts, and
0: her pure hatred for Jim. Having to start over at a new school and having struggled with her mother's newest
1: husband, her only solace lies in one person, Park. What I loved most about Eleanor was the fact that she wasn't your typical heroine. You know, she... Her personality is a little bit more on, like, the meaner, the more, like, aggressive side. She's a little bit angrier than your typical heroine. But she also has these characteristics about her that are just really relatable but also just really kind of endearing. Eleanor is a very kind of fierce person who's kind of more independent. And she has a lot of struggles that she goes through with her family and just, like, the situation that she's placed in. And I feel like she kind of hides herself a little bit. She, um, because of her situation, she doesn't like to open up a lot to people. And it makes sense, but you also see inside of her thoughts and everything. And you kind of like slowly come to realize throughout the book, like just the person she is and how kind of how Park brings that out in her. What I loved about Eleanor is that she had
0: such specific quirks about her. And she herself was just written to be such an identifiable character and she was so unique and she was so, you could picture her so well. I just love that I felt like she could exist. She's one of those characters that isn't confined to just Eleanor and Park. I feel I could see her in a living situation. She could have been in a junior high I went to. She could have been a high school I went to. She has these qualities and these flaws to her that make her very rounded and especially because she's a female protagonist I'm I always grade female protagonists harder so the fact that she did stand out so much to me because she embraced everything that she was even if it wasn't trendy to the or or right to the people around her she she's picked on a bit she never strayed from who she knew she was she never thought for even a single second I'm going to change and just for myself and just for I think the young adult age what a great thing to read about a girl who isn't perfect but a girl who doesn't think she has to be
1: now Park Sheridan can't drive a stick or at least not when his dad wants him to on the bus he's either tucked into the pages of a comic book or listening to his punk rock cassette on his Walkman but one person will bring him out of his shell Eleanor I love Park I love him so much.
0: I just I just adore him. And I adore everything about him. And I loved how through reading this story, you come to know so much about him. I could list off so many facts that I know about him. I could list off his mannerisms, what he likes, what he doesn't, who he is. The author just did such a great job of creating a very layered character to me.
1: I will say that out of all of YA fictional guys, Park is definitely in my top three. He is, like you said, he's a very layered character. And I love that Rainbow Rowell made him into a flawed character. Like he had his flaws and he knew that they were flaws and he tried to like resolve them and everything, but he's also so sweet and he was so nice and he like, he respected his mother, which was great. And... He, has, he also has a lot of distinct quirks to him as well. Like, Eleanor had her scars and her men's t-shirts and everything, and Park kind of had his music and his band t-shirts and his comic books and his love of all of that. And I loved how Rainbow Rowell just kind of made these characters pop out because of their s- distinct characteristics. I also love, too, how through
0: Park a male interest was redefined to me because when you you read a lot of YA, you kind of get the same male love interest over and over again. He's kind of a brooding sort of character. You know, it's just, it's the same, it can feel the same in each book. So when I read Eleanor and Park, I loved it because Park was so different and Park was himself and he He didn't need to rely on being mysterious or being dark or being a jerk just to be a viable love interest. He redefined what a love interest was to me. And I loved, too, what a contrast Park was to Eleanor as well. They were very separate in my mind, and I could keep track of both of them very well. I knew who was who, even if the dialogue didn't tag who said it. I just knew. That's how well the characters were written. Eleanor and Park takes place during the late 80s in Omaha, Nebraska. Kami, overall with this
1: environment, what did you think about it? When I think of contemporary novels, I don't typically think of the setting being in anywhere except for kind of more the present. This was kind of a different pace for me, but I really enjoyed it. I liked the fact that Rainbow Rowell took So many aspects of the 80s and just infused it within her entire story. Overall, I just, I really liked that she said it
0: where she did. I also like how the author too made the 80s relatable because it's really easy when you go back in time for there to be a sort of disconnect between the reader and the book because the reader can't relate to what's happening in the book. It's too strange of an environment. It's not applicable enough to what we know now, technology-wise, culture-wise, to what was once then but i think the author did really well to make this book take place in the 80s and and i could i could live there with the characters there wasn't a barrier between oh this is a time i don't understand she made it very applicable even if i've never personally used a walkman i also liked too how the author didn't make the 80s the 80s just to make it the 80s if that makes sense that she just wanted an 80s backdrop the 80s actually made it it shaped the story the setting had a place it wasn't just there Mm -hmm. it wasn't that it it held purpose in the actual plot and it and it actually shaped the characters and who they were and who the people around them were and it also affected how the characters could even communicate with each other, for example, because phones and computers er, weren't always around back then. I mean, you had phones and stuff, but it wasn't as easy of just as a smartphone in your hand. So I like how the setting actually influenced and affected the characters. Also, what I think made Eleanor and Park Eleanor and Park is Rainbow Rowell's writing style.
1: She had a very contemporary novel writing, but I liked the fact that she wrote it in a way where you kind of almost became the characters that was in perspective. The thoughts that Eleanor had, you you were there, but it was also, she had a way of writing where it was a little bit more concise. Her descriptions were a little bit more cut off, but I think she did that on purpose just to kind of show almost like the development of the story. What I liked too about her writing style is that
0: it's so unique to her. It would be really hard for someone to try to replicate the way she writes, and I think that's a great thing because you don't you want your voice to be your own, and I think Rainbow Rowl's is. The way that she describes things, the the images that she likens to each other, it produces such a clear description and such a clear, vivid picture in my mind it's really amazing and they're unique descriptions too.
1: I think that without Rainbow Rowell's writing style this story would not have been as potent as it was. I think her writing style really drew in the story together mixed with her dynamic characters and her setting just the way that she wrote it with all of these other factors just like really brought the story together. Without her voice...
0: Eleanor and Park would be a very different story and I don't know if I would have loved it without her voice. To me, if you are someone who loves complicated and different family relationships and dynamic memorable characters, I think you will really enjoy Eleanor and Park. And I also think you will enjoy it because it's a very different book when you read Eleanor and Park, you almost
1: can't compare it to anything else because it stands out so much as it is. I agree. I think that if you like more of a slow burn romance where it's more built up and just a romantic relationship that's very heartfelt and very sweet, Eleanor and Park is the perfect book for that because Rainbow Rowell just has this way of creating the romance in which you're completely enraptured into it.
0: Also, too, if you are obsessed with the 80s, then definitely read this book, because this book has everything
1: 80s in it. Almost, yes. Wait, what does it have? Olivia Newton-John. oh Farrah Fawcett. Like, warmers. Now, Tay, on our scale of one to seven, how would you rate Eleanor and Park? This is hard, Kami, because this book did break my heart a little bit.
0: Overall though, I I obviously very much enjoyed it. If that wasn't made clear, then I've done something wrong. So if I had to rate Eleanor and Park, I would rate it between a five, which is feeling my shelf, and six, which is it was literary. Because I wanted the romance to be pushed just a little bit more, but that's just me being selfish. But I just wanted just a little, little bit more. There's so many small things layered up that I just, I want it to explode. Now it did explode. I'm not saying it didn't explode, but you know me. I just, I just want it to explode for 10 hours. And that's me being selfish, but I, I overall adored the book. Yeah.
1: I think I would give it a six. It was literary. It holds such a special place in my heart because I haven't seen anything like it. And because I can completely consumed by it. So for me, it was a complete six. It was literary. I think too, we will always rate a
0: book high when we text each other in all caps about it. Which we
1: did for two or three days straight about Eleanor Park. And well into the night, we probably should have gone to bed.
0: Oh man. I, I was thinking, I'm keeping up Kami, really late,
1: but also what about this? <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on Kiwi and the Bird for a book recommendation episode about Eleanor and Park by Rainbow Rowell. We hope that you will join us in our upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed our content, don't be afraid to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media. On both Twitter and Instagram, we go by the handle at Kiwi and the Bird. We hope you liked today's recommendation. Join us for our upcoming book discussion episode where we go into spoilers and details about Eleanor and Park. And remember, like Like a a library, at at Kiwi Kiwi and the the Bird, shh, happens. happens. If you've made it this far, get ready for some
0: bloopers. <laughs> you look evil, dude. I always swallow up. Right before I speak, I swallow, and so I That's can't like, speak. I need to, but it's just cause like I feel like I need the lubrication. That's a power. <laughs> That's a power. To use. But but I'm always like, okay, you're about to go on, Tay. What is that? Oh, my. Sorry, I (laughs) swallowed. Sorry, I (laughs) swallowed. Okay, okay, I'm so sorry. An ostrich! Now, Eleanor Douglas is known for her big red hair, scarves and men's shirts. Wow. (laughs) Can I read? Okay. Now, Eleanor Douglas is known for her big red hair, scarves and men's shirt, and her (laughs) purity... (laughs) You see that? That right there was some logical fallacy. (laughs) I actually meant to say, what's it called? All the stupid terms we had to learn in AP English. (laughs) Oh, the, the, the...
1: the...
0: Rhetoric! Yeah, was that what it was called? Rhetorical terms? That was like a (laughs) pro-head. But what a weird test in the Bible. Hey, who's this baby's mom? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tear this baby in half. Oh, you want that? You're not the mom. <laughs> you are not the father. <laughs> There's a way easier way to prove who that baby's mother is than going to the extreme. Like, there was no in-between. No, they went
1: zero to one, real quick. <laughs>
0: I didn't mean to distract with the babes of Babylon, but I only think they but were Babylon. But the babes
1: or babes? Babes.
0: There were babes in Babylon? Bathsheba? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what a Walkman is, welcome to the club. No, I do know what a walk- Walkman is, though.
1: I was gonna be like, they describe it all the <laughs> time. <laughs>
0: But I even knew what it was before I read the story.
1: Wow. Yeah. They call me Nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a good ending though on her character. Oh,
0: thank you. Everything you said about her was so great. I was like, crap, what do I say? Oh, I thought mine was
1: like, mine felt really like not thought of (laughs) before (laughs) And I'm so great with words, day. Like, did you hear that right now? I was so coherent.
0: Um, did you hear me? Like, sometimes I get going, and halfway through, I forget where I was. Yes.
1: So I'm like, oh crap! I gotta run this out.